Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name is Jason Newland and please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. And if you'd like to support this free service, please go to paypal.me forward slash Jason Newland. So, for those that haven't um, listened to this recording before, well, not this recording, this specific specific recording, um, this podcast, basically all it is, is me talking about stuff and just being boring really yeah that's it that's about all there is and I've been doing this uh, yesterday It was number 450. So it gives you an idea of that I've been doing it quite a while. This particular podcast, I've been doing podcasts and recordings, hypnosis stuff since 2006. Oh, excuse me, that was a nice burp. A nice gassy belch. Well, I've actually got here in front of me, in my hand, my phone, and I've got, I've been going through the dates of the podcast episodes. And the very first one I did was on the 27th of March 2018. So it's two years and four months, pretty much. And I'd, I remember, I, I remember celebrating the the hundredth episode like it was a big deal, and like, wow, I've done a hundred. And that was on the 22nd of February, 2019. And the 2nd, I got to 200, the 20th of August, 2019. Then I got to 300, 27th of April, 2020. Then I got to 400, by 16th of May 2020 no that's not right is it no that's not right at all nope 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 no that's not right no I haven't updated the dates for those yet but 
I'm in the middle of doing it. There's so many of them. It's just... It's a never-ending process. But, uh, yeah, so this is number 451. And I've also did, to yesterday, number 5, Jason's, Jason's story time. And it was... Oh, I just started talking. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. So, yeah, that's it. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. That's the, um, the name of that. The story that I told. <sighs> the Deep Sleep Whispers. I've done 251. We believe it. 251. And the first one I did of that was... Just having a look. 1st of January 2015. It's the number one deep sleep whisper hypnosis, 1st of January, 2015. The second one was the 2nd of January, 2015. Didn't have a third. Well, I did, but it got missing, went missing. And the fourth one was the 3rd of July, 2018. Fifth was the 6th of August, 2018. So, I've been doing it for quite a while. Obviously, a big gap between the first few. I think what happened is I probably did about seven and I lost them. So I just sort of only had two. If, yeah, that's what happened. I could only have two saved. So I decided to sort of start doing some more. And I reached a hundred. Deep Sleep Whispers by the 1st of June 2019. And then number 200 by the 18th of March. Wow. This is interesting, isn't it? Wow, who'd have thought? I tell you what is in, well, it's interesting to me, but what I find quite weird is if I can go to the relaxation hypnosis for stress and anxiety podcast. Hopefully, I'll have the right. No, I don't think I have. No, because I started those in I think it was January two thousand eighteen, and then. I started doing them again was it 2017 or was it 2016 I don't know but I did 34 and then then I started doing them again last summer I'm now up to 164 and 
It's not bad, is it? It ain't bad if you don't mind. It ain't bad if you don't mind. If you don't mind being me. Me. So yeah, things uh I've been in bed. I spent less time in bed today than um previous days, so I think I'm getting a little bit a little bit more energy, which is good. Um I had I've done to yesterday I did this is today I'm talking about, but yesterday, uh, yesterday I did uh, one, two, one letting boys sleep, one deep sleep whisper, one relaxation for stress, one relaxation for stress with music, I did the story time one, so I did five recordings yesterday, so that's that's cool. I need to do the weekly sleep hypnosis as well. But yeah, it's, uh, yesterday, so I feel like I've kind of accomplished something. Got a few messages that I should read. Oh, let me have a look. I'm tired now, but when I've done this, I won't be. Um, so, Messy Messy sent me a message today saying hello, and I said hello back. She said, how are you doing today? I said, fine, thanks. How can I help you? That was, that was about six hours ago, so I've not heard anything back. Rachel says, many thanks. Many uh, thank you. Your podcast did it again. So it was about my um, deep sleep, my latest deep sleep whisper one. So thank you, Rachel. I'm glad that what I'm doing is useful. Um, uh, I think that's it. There might be other messages. So sorry, look. No, 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 no. Inbox, nothing there. Nothing on this one. Inbox, nothing. So I had a few messages on my... 
put a picture of my chair. This is yesterday. Here's the famous big black squeaky chair. It's worn worse than me. Well, it looks a mess. Good picture though. Good quality picture. And the... Um, I had a few comments. Kissy said, it looks like it doesn't support you very well. Not very comfortable. And I replied, what's it got to do with you? <laughs> I did my sister, it's true. She's, um, and she replied, I have a recliner from a second-hand store. The owner of the shop has set it up properly for me. Knew it would be too expensive, but this man gets the chairs from nursery homes. When an elderly person dies, the family often doesn't know what to do with the recliner. I just want to know that the person didn't die in it, you know. Just, I know you never really can know, but it's like, ugh. I mean, sometimes I, I have to chuck chairs away when I've farted. And Bethany says, I have imagined this chair so many times and had really, really underestimated its condition. <laughs> um, and I replied, you know me, I find it hard to exaggerate. And she said, it's not even close to what I imagined. And for some reason I wrote this, it doesn't really make sense to me now after reading it. Did you imagine a kind, kind, dirty toilet? It was originally white, hee hee. So, what am I saying? That I basically dirtied the chair so much by sitting on there without any underpants on. I don't know if that's what I was trying to say. I'm not sure. Sorry, Bethany. Um, Juchi Chubbers. Juchi Chubbers. Um, says awesome call it chubby chic um, <laughs> so I'd like that thank you um, it's it's really grim isn't it so it's a really bad bad chair Vanessa says throw a blanket over it and call it good looks like a good old chair this was a few days ago I said it's falling apart very uncomfortable and he said well, then toss it. <laughs> well, I need something to sit on. I'm not quite as uh, flexible to be sitting on the floor, you know. I need something that supports my neck and my head. I can't, I can't just sit in a chair and have my head up the whole time, you know. I need something that I can just rest back on. And Molly wrote, oh, I already said this yesterday, is it still available? So I've, I've given her a price for it and uh, I went to hear her and she wants me to send it to her. 10 grand. Do you still sit in it? It doesn't look very comfy. And no, I do. But John, yeah. So no duct tape time. I thought he meant he was going to come and kidnap me. Uh, so yeah, it's... That's the messages. I think that's all the messages. I mean, I might have some others. I don't know. I can't see any others. 
No, I think that's it. One, two, three, four, five. So one, two, three, four, five recordings. I'm quite pleased with that. Yeah, quite pleased with it. Yeah, oh yes I am. Yeah, quite pleased with it. Sometimes I wish I could eat a sandwich with ham. No, I don't. So that's that's all the messages I got. Oh, and that was exciting. My glasses, they're wonky. Really wonky. I mean, is that that artist that used to make the eyes like one? Like really wonky in the in the paintings. The Casanova, I don't know, but it's uh, that's what I look like. One eye on my forehead and the other one on my knee. That's where their glasses are. It's really really bad. Yes. Thought about writing a book. I've mentioned this before, but I'm actually thinking about it, like properly thinking about it. And the reason for that is because I listen, I've been listening to this book, audio book. Uh, Alright, isn't it weird? I've just got another message from Juji Cooper's. Um, explaining Rampion. So those I did. Um, I think I mentioned it because someone else sent me a thing. It's what I didn't understand. Thank you for that. So I'll, I'm going to put a. Um, it's in the Goldie Golden. I don't know, whatever, it was a Rapunzel, wasn't it? Her mother was absolutely obsessed with eating the rampion in the old witch's garden. And I didn't understand that, well, I couldn't figure it out because I suppose it was an enchanted garden. But rampion, from the sounds of it, is just more like a, a root vegetable an onion or other radishy kind of stuff and no, I like radishes I'll be honest with you I don't like being honest as you know but didn't used to like I didn't used to like radishes I went through a period when I hated Weetabix now I love it I, it's just different it's just periods isn't it it's just I went years where I didn't like Weebix. And that's probably my favourite cereal. I like cornflakes as well. Actually, my favourite cereal, not for not as a cereal, but as my favourite cereal but I would eat it as a snack is golden nuggets. Oh, oh just saying it, my whole body vibrates with excitement. 
golden nuggets. Mm, absolutely love them. And I think it's Nestle make them. Are they still available? Let me have a look. Some things are just too important to ignore. So golden, golden nuggets. Nestle Nuggets Cereal, Tesco. Oh, they are. They're still available. Is it correct intervention? Oh. But it's Nestle. Golden Nuggets are yummy, crunchy, honey-flavoured cereal balls that contain eight vitamins and minerals that you need every day. And the right amount of sugar that you need every year. <laughs> I love them. Love, love, love them. The one thing I don't eat, never really, I kind of been against it right from the start, is chocolate in breakfast cereal. When I say I'm against it, um, it's not like a political view. Now I'm not walking. I'm not outside the the cereal factories and the supermarkets holding up banners or anything like that. I'm not quite that that bored with my life to be doing stuff like that. But chocolate, nah. See, I don't like chocolate spread. Although when I think of chocolate spread, I feel quite nostalgic because. I've been friends with people that do like chocolate spread and it does taste it tastes nice and it smells nice in fact I guess I do like it but there's something about I just won't eat it because it doesn't really taste chocolatey it's a weird kind of a taste that is nice but it's just not my kind of thing really I prefer marmalade, even though you say, well, it's two different things. Yeah. But as far as a, a spread to put on toast, there's not that many different things. You've got jam, you've got marmalade, jelly, you might call jam in other countries. Wrongly, it is it's jam, but it's okay. Um, and you've got marmite, what other things? Uh, I mean, is it Vegemite? Do you have that? Does that still exist? I think Marmite still is still around. They tried to sell it using hypnosis, like doing a spoof hypnosis advert. You will love Marmite. And they actually used a hypnotist, like a real-life hypnotist on the advert. And I suppose technically it's very possible to get someone to like something that they don't like. It's really, it'd probably be quite easy actually. But then why? Unless the thing that they need to like is going to really be beneficial to them. And I can see the you know the benefit, but trying to get someone to like something they don't like 
just let them not like it if they don't like it. Unless, of course, you know, if they don't like things like phobias. And I came, I came over, a woman came over to me, came, a client came to me about a phobia of bridges. And she couldn't stand going over this bridge and she'd drive all the way out of the way to get to where she was going to avoid the bridge. And she ended up having to, pl- to fly home sometimes. I made that up. But... So I did one session with her. And she was coming back the next week. And she came back and said, fine, I'm fine now. I said, well, what, what do you think it was um, that made the difference? She said, well, I was sitting on the, sitting in my car getting closer to the bridge and I realised if I don't cross this bridge now and get over this phobia if I don't get over it I'm going to have to keep coming back to see you and I just couldn't stand that so I just faced the phobia and I realised that even if the bridge crumbled um and you know, collapsed. That's better than having to come and see you every week. Uh, I, I thought, oh, good. That's nice. Happy to help. She said, no problem. Bye. Yeah. She said this on the phone, by the way. She didn't actually see me. Well, she was sitting through a window on the phone. She was in a hot air balloon basket. So when I went out to her and she'd gone. Things people would do to avoid being near me. It's amazing. <laughs> Honestly. Hmm. Is it true? Or is it just one of Jason's lies? Oh, I'm going to do a book. I'm going to write a book. That's it. I was going to show you. I'll show you, but tell you the book that I've been listening to. It's called Fast Draft Your Memoir. So let me have a look. Fast Draft Your Memoir. Book details. It's by Rachel Heron, narrated by Rachel Heron. It's four hours and 40 minutes long. The summary is, this is your roadmap for completing the memoir you dreamt about writing. Um, So, I started listening to it yesterday. While I was laying down. I thought, well, if I'm going to lay in bed, I might as well try and do something with that time. And the the first thing she said 
with Sheech to look at the difference between doing an autobiography and a memoir. A memoir, that doesn't sound right, does it? Memoir. Do you ever say a word and it just doesn't sound right? Memoir. It's, it's, it's something that a cat would say. <laughs> autobiography of a cat. It's a memoir. 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 Now that sounds weird. It's a weird noise. Anyway. So the idea is I'm thinking is to write a short memoir about a specific thing that's happened in my life. That way I can write maybe quite a few different memoirs. And some of it can just be made up, you know, just a mixture of truth and silliness. And I just call it the Let Me Bore You to Sleep Memoirs. Book one. And just give it a title or something. Release it as an ebook or Kindle on Amazon for free. So I do that for free. And I was thinking maybe I could do one every month. Just it'll be, you know, short, maybe 30 pages long. 60 pages long wouldn't be you know wouldn't be like a big book but just me talking about a specific thing so let's say going to Spain for the afternoon just as an example or the first day in the children's home or um, working in a chip shop although that would be I could probably write about five hundred page book on that, but yeah, you know what I mean. So it'd be because that was two years of my life, so that was quite a big. It was big because of my age, you know, fifteen to seventeen. First full time job. Um. Yeah, it was, it was a really weird time, really, for me. I think it is for a lot of people that age. And I was still waiting to go through puberty. St still am. So I... That's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking of maybe writing a memoir every day every day uh, well I'll be writing it every day but it'll be maybe doing like one chapter a day for 30 days or I don't know as an example I'm not sure so it won't be a big book it'll be something you could probably read in an hour or two but it will just be boring I'll be extra extra boring so you can you could read it and fall asleep. That would kind of kind of be what it would be about. I don't know what you think. Let me know. 
Right, who wants to know how much money I've got in the bank? <laughs> Come on. I love to share. I love to share. Ooh. Okay, got my online banking. Right, bearing in mind, I'm nearly 50. Okay, so when did I start working? At 15, so 25, 35, 45. So I left school 20, 15, 25, 35, 45, 35 years ago I left school. So in 35 years as an adult, pretty much, I have accrued a total balance of £1.53. I'm so proud of myself. I wouldn't believe it. I'm just like, wow. I've just done so well. £1.53. So let me have a look. £1.53 divided by 35 years. <laughs> oh my God. Um... Fifty-three. Okay, I don't believe this. One pound fifty-three divided by thirty-five years is four pence. <laughs> that can't be true, surely. It's zero zero point zero four. Four pence times by thirty-five. In fact, it's even more. Oh, wow. So zero point zero four times by ten is forty pence. That's for ten years. Four pence a year. That's how much I've saved. That is impressive. That is, you can't argue with that. That is pretty phenomenal. I have saved four pence. Let's work out what this is in. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, zero point zero four. Converted. So that oh, it's not bad. It's more in America. It's fifty dollars. It's fifty cents rather. So fifty cents a year for thirty-five. No, that's not right, is it? Five cents. Sorry, not fifty. It's five cents a year. Um. 
five cents a year for 35 years. Wow. I just, it's weird, you know. I had more money when I was at school than I have now. But then I didn't have to pay for anything, did I? I just, just buy sweets and chocolate and, or candy, if, if that's what you call it. Um, I think candy's a nicer word, actually. I'm being a candy girl. You've gone across the world. Candy girl. I'm gonna one day marry Whitney. Be my candy girl. Candy girl. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. The um. Four pence a year. how much that is a week <laughs> I don't think the fractions go that low do they do you realise I could actually walk around the streets and find that amount of money now I could walk around one day a year probably for you know, a couple of hours and I could find that amount probably more like five, ten pence I'm thinking that Jeff Bezos is not being kept awake worrying about me as a threat to his throne. How do you spell throne? Because I tried to, I tried to um, write the word on Facebook earlier, and I couldn't get it. It's like T H T H R O A N throne. That didn't sound right. Didn't look right. Throne T H R O W N throwing someone. I was thrown. Throwan. Throwon. T H R O N. Throwan. Throwon. Throwen. Three. I don't know. Sometimes I just don't want to search. I don't want to go onto Google and search stuff. I want to try and. Use my brain because I used to have. Well, I do have a brain. Do I have a brain? Yeah, I must have one somewhere. What oh, must have someone? Google Ads update about the Brazilian LGPD. Oh, the new data law in Brazil. I just got an email about it. For some reason, A, B, C, it's easy as one, two, three. 
We've got any other got no email messages. No more. No. Apparently the Hypnotherapy Society. <clears throat> Dear members, this is from the Hypnotherapy Association. The HA board has discussed the issues regarding returning to practice and have issued detached recommendations that we hope you will find helpful and reassuring. Please note that the advice will most likely be updated from time to time, so when in doubt, please use the links to the government and NHS guidelines that are in the document. Of course, if you need further clarifications, either email or phone the office. Regards, Raymond. Um, so what are the guidelines? Let's have a look. Recommended for preparing to return for practice. Follow the, follow the government's recommendations for safety. Until they recommend it to be safe to do otherwise work, remotely or online. To prepare for return to practice, access your work, place for hygiene and social distancing. You know the the um what are they called? You know like the nail places and they've opened again and the beauty salons and stuff. But the one thing you they can't give is facials and I think um, <clears throat> eyebrows as well they can't give people they can't do the eyebrow stuff because you're too close to do that but you can't you can't give <laughs> yeah so yeah it's I don't know what the eyebrow is that like is that the ones where you put hair into the eyebrow? It is, isn't it? Eyebrow threading? I don't know. I'm not an expert on such things. I've never had my eyebrows threaded. Um, eyebrows are weird because as I got older, they start to just grow in different directions. You know, and I'm not prepared to be, even though I've got the most weirdest, grimmest beard at the moment. It's really just quite awful, but I'm enjoying it for some reason. I don't know why. I like playing with it. It gives me something to play with. And it gives me something to play with on the bus without getting kicked off. And I... My eyebrows sometimes get a hair and it just appears out of nowhere and it's sticking up <laughs> so it has to be removed or trimmed like no what are you doing I don't want to have big bushy eyebrows and I might do when I get older I might I might care as much about my eyebrows as I do about my beard which means I won't care at all and I've just I'm gradually just turning into a tramp, really, just bit by bit. It's, uh, yeah, the beard, honestly, the beard's awful. It's, 
honestly, I brushed it. I brushed it, um, was it last night with my hairbrush? A cat fell out. Seriously, I couldn't believe it. It's almost like it didn't happen. But quite like the feeling of brushing the beard. It feels nice. It really does feel nice. Something quite yummy about getting a hairbrush. I don't bother brushing my hair much these days. I'm growing it now. And it's now got to the point where it's it's too long. What do you call it? Is it like the t- not a temple, but you know, as your hair recedes, my hair's receded, it's gone up at the sides of the front, but kind of at the sides of the front. And the longer it gets, the more obvious it is because there's like these little islands of hair. And it's not, I mean, I think. I don't look better with short hair, but my hair looks better with short hair. Is that, is that a strange thing to say? If you just saw my head without my face, when it's shaved or when it's really, like, really, 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 really short, um, a crew cut, my hair looks good really tidy and you know I, I haven't got I've got a few scars on my head and a weird a weird dent which is strange I don't know where that came from <laughs> I have I don't know which is the right or left side I've got a dent in my head <laughs> in my scalp and uh, the but then if you move down and you include my face it just doesn't look right I think from a distance with my hair and my face it looks okay but then when you just focus on the hair on its own it's like oh no 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 something's got to be done about that that's just wrong that's just wrong the wrong gong bong so I'm thinking of getting myself a hat I'm wearing a hat all the time and just let my hair grow long like proper proper long really really long and I want to see how curly it gets and also how ginger it gets although a lot of the ginger will be grey now but I'm just interested in how ginger my hair is because it doesn't really show when it's short and the curls don't really show and it's now just about getting to the point where it's starting to curl a little bit at the sides but not much yet and at the front as well curling up a little bit by Christmas it will be unmanageable so I'm looking forward to that 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 should be fun Um, yeah yeah that's what I did before I grew my hair that was in 1991 and I think it was Easter 
and I decided probably March time that I was going to grow my hair long and my hair was really getting out of out of uh, it was getting curly it was getting a bit silly so I used to wear a hat and as soon as my hair was long enough I put it into a ponytail like even a little bit of elastic band with as much of hair as I could get in there so it, you know and then it just grew longer and longer and I just added the hair into the ponytail so I never had my hair well I did sometimes but I really had my hair out of the ponytail simply because it was so curly how curly? well nice that you ask it's if you look at Mick Hucknall that's kind of if you can imagine him without his face um, if you imagine Mick Mick, Mick Hucknall Mick Hucknall's hair is really curly that's what my hair is like I basically look to be like Bob Dylan yeah that's what my hair was like just really yeah if you want to see what my hair is like Bob Dylan young Bob Dylan that was what my hair that's what I would that's what I looked like when I was in my early 20s wild hair but um, it's really weird I mean I liked having long hair and my girlfriend at the time liked me having long hair and it was 2004 so I had long hair for a few years you know it was, it was long by the, by the end of 91 not long long but long enough to sort of be long to belong to me and then 92, 93 and all the way till summer 94 it was down pretty much to the the middle of my back maybe lower back kind of length and I'd wake up and it was just sticking out it was just awful really couldn't get a brush through it couldn't get a comb through it sometimes I'd literally have to wet it or wash it in order to make it pliable you know and I got fed up with it actually so one day I think it was a Saturday and it was in the summer I woke up and another day where I couldn't get my brush through it and I had a tantrum and um I went to the hairdressers or the barbers which is just at the end of the road I'd been going there and I continued to go there from yeah for over 10 years actually so it was yeah that was my that was my hairdresser so wherever I was in London I always used to go there because that was my one I knew him you know he was uh, 
he was Italian and he was cool and I liked him and what was his name it's not spaghetti um, I wonder if he's on there <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think it was Spaghetti Ravioli, his name was. Um, let me have a look. I bet, because was, he was there for a long time. Um, Italian Barber Forest Gate. Let's have a look. Shard, we called Shard, would it? Up to name, no. Barbeking. <laughs> Barbeking. <laughs> it's like a burger, yeah. The barber shop. Green Street, no, that's not it. Shands, Shards, no, that's not. Umar. Nope. The Italian Barbers in Covent Garden. No. What? <sighs> this is, it's not funny, but it just says, there's a headline. Man robbed at knife point in barber shop, then carries on with his haircut. No, it's the barber. The gang approached the customer by the entrance and got him to take his watch off. Okay, so this is all inside the shop. It's on CCTV. The barber can then be seen carrying on with the haircut as if nothing had happened. <laughs> wow. Giuseppe or so, I'm sure it, was, it might have been Giuseppe. Giuseppe? Let's have a look at it. Giuseppe. Forest Gate, book your appointment. Because I would have thought, here's what I'm thinking, that he would have been a famous Zizo. <gasps> Maybe it was Zizo. That sounds possibly smoking trims. Uh, I'm looking for something that sounds Italian. Can't see anything. The barber shop. 
these are the safe the Italian barber shop Billy's Barbers Dynasty the Italian Barbers Rocket Barber the Wanted the Wanstead Barber Shop Imran's nothing that sounds Italian I don't know Anyway, I went into spaghetti shop and uh, and it was lovely. I really liked it. And he was he was pretty much kind of getting onto retirement age when I knew him. And I think he was retiring, but he was full of energy. You know, wasn't retiring as a person. Full of energy. Very funny. Anyway. Um, for years he kept going so I used to go and have a trim because he said you got you got to trim the split ends otherwise your your head will explode so I thought okay fair enough I'm not sure how uh, how honest he was being with that one but we didn't have Google back then so I couldn't check it no fact checking abilities thank you so I kept going and he'd say oh, please let me cut your hair. Let me cut it. Let me cut. Let me pretend to do it. I think once he actually got some hair, he must have got it off the floor or something, and he pretended to to um, accidentally cut it, and he showed me this big long bit of hair. He laughed all the way to the hospital. <laughs> now he laughed, and. Uh, Honestly, I'd I'd walk past I'd walk past there and he'd look and he'd like po po point to his eyes and point at my ponytail. One a day, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do. <laughs> okay, I just want to go home. And it was lovely. He's. I think if you get a hairdresser or a barber that you like, I think it's cool. I don't have one now, but. If I was still there, I'd still be going to him. I would, 100%. I liked it. And he's probably be 100 now, but... I'd just, you know, I'd see whoever else was there, but I'd still be going to that place. And maybe it was Giuseppe's. Giuseppe's. Yeah. So... I went in there. And there was a queue Saturday morning. Saturday, like, you know, about 11 o'clock in the morning. It's the busiest day. Plus, I think they were closed in the afternoon. They only opened for the, the morning. And there's about six people waiting. And I go, so there's, there's no ch chance. He said, well, what are, you, what are you wanting to do? I said, well, I want to get it all cut off. <laughs> he said, no, you'll be next. You can come next. Everyone out, everyone out. <laughs> Priority, my favourite customer. He has a booking. <laughs> it's like what? And he got me in the ERC. He he chucked the person out that he was already washing. You know he's doing. Okay, he said no, you you're done. You're finished. That's finished. And I walked out with half his hair done. And he sat me down. And honestly, I've never seen anyone happier. 
the only time I've ever seen anyone happier was back in 2004. I was working, by the way, that's the chair squeaking on me. I was working in the evolution shop. And I honestly, no, there was another person, but I think he was on crack. That was in London, and he had the biggest smile on his face I've ever seen. He was just walking down the street, so I, you know, I'm assuming it was uh, something going on there. But I saw this little girl in a push chair, in a pram kind of buggy or whatever you want to call it and she was with her mum or a female adult I don't know if it was her mum didn't ask for ID and this little girl had the biggest lollipop and I think it was like multi multi colours like a rainbow um, it was nearly honestly it was like the size of her head and she was licking it I couldn't even see her face and then she I think the customer was a regular customer. She had social survey. And she pulled, she had to hold it. She actually had um, had to have three people helping her to hold the lolly because it was so heavy. Had a little crane. No, it's not true. But she, she moved the lolly out of the way so I could see her face. Biggest smile ever. That moment, that little girl was the happiest human being up to that point that I think I'd ever seen. That was contentment, pure joy. That lollipop. It's amazing. She's so happy and actually filled me with happiness. Just wow. I said to her mum, where did she get that lolly from? And she said, oh, it's the other side of town, but it was, it was the last one. So I stole it. I took it off the little kid. And uh, I washed it off first, obviously. But it was nice. The kid didn't see it. <laughs> The kid stopped smiling after that. No, that didn't happen. Or did it? Happiest smile, and there's a reason I was mentioning that because there was another smile that I was going to mention, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, the hairdresser, man, seriously. Basically, you could transfer that same face, but instead of the lollipop, there was a pair of scissors. That's what I had behind me. Biggest smile, biggest grin. I didn't realize he had so many teeth. I actually thought he was gonna eat my head. He was absolutely grinning, really happy. He says, "Are you sure that you wanted me to really? Are you really sure?" Because I I teased him in the past. Remember, I went in there once, said, "Yeah, cut it all off," and he went to do it. I said, "No." I was actually wearing a wig. So he thought he'd done it and he hadn't. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a weird day. 
But anyway, he, he said, are you sure? Are you sure? I said, yeah. And he did. And he gave me a lovely haircut. And I pretty much kept that style, that hairstyle ever since, really. Apart from when I started shaving my head in 2003 or was it 2002, I lose track. It might have been 2003, yeah, started shaving my head, like shaved, all off. Andre just climbed through, this is new thing now. brilliant because he's got I put his Lilith um, sent me a gift for Andre which is a tube it's like a, a play play tube for Andre to sort of play in which he is right now playing in it so I put it at, I angled it so when he's behind the door when he wants to go to the toilet or wants to go to the paper on the other side of the room, he climbs through the tube. And then he climbs and he climbs through it, going back as well. Because I think one of the things he gets out of it, he, it helps him to scratch his back. So I think quite he quite likes it. So he loves his tubes. He says, Thank you, Auntie Leah. He's a happy little monkey he is. Took him out again today for a nice long walk. Well, he took me for a nice long walk. And then when he was tired, I carried him back. He's, he did something. What did he do today that was different from normal? Or did I mention that yesterday? He's some different behaviour to what he normally does. I don't know, I mean, even today, he woke me up for his dinner, because I was seven and having a nap. He woke me up so I could get his dinner, and he was sitting on my pillow again, licking my uh, face. The thing is, I love it. Not the pillow bit. And usually it's fine, but, you know, yesterday, I'm not sure. But I love it. it just, because sometimes I think that he just doesn't even care about me and he's just, I just happen to be here. Or he doesn't, like, he doesn't need me. Even though he does, he doesn't realise it, but he doesn't feel that he needs me. And the food magically appears and, you know, it's just everything just happens. But, you know, all the, the clearing up happens magically. Just it's like having children, isn't it, I guess, I suppose. Because he's, he's my little baby boy. Making some weird noises. 
was there, he did that. He's been doing this for a few days in a row now. Like waking me up. Or sort of coming and sleeping on the bed with me. That's quite cool. Quite like that. Right. Banging on the radiators for some reason. Anyway, what happened is I had my hair cut. Went out on that that evening with my friends that I was living with, and possibly with yeah, some people from work. And this was probably July two thousand and four. And I pulled. I did. Pulled pulled uh, a lady in a nightclub. And my friends would tease me, sort of saying, Oh, you know, the next day when I got home, so how'd you get on with Pat Butcher? So he talked about Pat Butcher, the the woman he used with last night. That's such teases. Wasn't Pat Butcher. Anyway, I'm gonna go. So thank you very much for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Bye.